morning, everybody. This is John Tatey welcoming you back to Pop Mom, the podcast where culture is relative. Yes, it's time again for my mom, Bonnie Tatey, to share her view of pop culture, small town life, and the riddles of human nature. On this episode, Mom and I review How To with John Wilson. Let's bring Mom in now. Hi, Mom. Hi, Johnny. How are you? I'm a little tired, but I think I'm pretty good. I think life's pretty good, all things considered. I agree. We're alive. We're healthy. Right. That's right. Life is always good. Life over death is always better, I think. Uh, How is your Christmas shopping going? Well, let me tell you a few things. I have a few things to tell you Okay, I'm ready. Okay. Um, I think I already told you about this. But I'm going to tell you again because I'm not sure if I did. But last weekend, I responsibly placed an order online to Michael's craft store mm-hmm. and and selected to have it shipped. And several hours later, I got an email telling me that half of my order was ready to pick up at the crappiest Michael's in all of New Hampshire, half of my order. Which one? The one in West Leb? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's it's just, it has all the warmth I I imagine. It has all the warmth of a men's prison. Yeah. Uh it's awful. So I'm thinking, well, how did this happen? How did this happen? So I look up the number. And it's an 800 number, which I call, and I'm not really listening because now there's a voice saying, press one if you're over 50, press two if you're under 50. And um, what? I'm not taking, yeah, I'm not taking the time to really think about it or listen. And I pressed two and it says, thanks for taking our survey. And it hangs up on you. So now I call. I I probably misfiled. But anyway, I then call the West Lebanon store and they say, yes, your order is here. And I said, well, how did that happen? Uh, Well, you placed an order online, blah, 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 blah. So anyway, we had to drive up there the next day and pick it up. But isn't that ridiculous? Uh, Yeah. Yes, it is. Uh, But did you have Uh, a nice outing in West Lebanon? No. No, because you have to go into the store, which I'm not handling very well these days. If I ever did, I can take about five breaths with my mask on before I start panicking and thinking, what am I doing in here? I need to leave right now. It's just a weird thing that's happened. I don't mind the mask uh, because I frequently find myself wearing it without remembering Um that it's okay to take it off, but it's the situation just is not, I'm not handling it well. So anyway, moving on, let me just tell you this. Well, is that the end of the Michael story? Well, I still haven't received the other half, the, sh- the half that was being shipped. What did they have for you at the West Lab store? Just crap, just junk <laughs> stuff. Stuff that I put in the cart because, well, that's kind of cute. It's 75% off. So it was all junk. Well, 
You said it, not me. I did. I did. I admitted it. Now, I also want to just, before we get letters, Mom's talking about West Lebanon, and you might be thinking, she's not pronouncing that right. Well, in New Hampshire, we have these towns. There's a Lebanon, there's a West Lebanon. There's no East Lebanon, right? Not that I know of. And really, West Lebanon is where it's at. Lebanon, nothing happens there. (laughs) Um, That's right. But people... Uh, from out of state, always think we're saying it wrong because oh. um, the country is pronounced Lebanon, right? Right. We uh, are not a country. We are not. New Hampshire is not a country. It may aspire to that, but uh, for whatever reason, the towns in New Hampshire are pronounced Lebanon, and uh, you'll get a funny look if you pronounce it West Lebanon. They'll, right. They'll know you're not from around here. And also our state capital. Oh, that's right. Everybody mispronounces Concord, too. Uh, con- that one bothers me even more. Concord. I agree. Ugh, yeah. I hate that. That really sounds like a thug, doesn't it? <laughs> it, it? It does. You know, um, in the last episode of the, remember the news radio sitcom on NBC in the oh, 90s? Yeah. Sure, yeah. we remember news radio. Well, in the last episode, they're going to, they're going up to New Hampshire for the primaries, Um and they pronounce it Concord the whole time. Everybody on the uh. show pronounces it Concord the whole time. And uh, it stuck. It was an ugly way to say goodbye for me. All right. So we've got the, <laughs> we've got the West Lebanon business taken care of. Uh, so yes. um, what's your next? Is this another holiday shopping story? Um, well, yes. One of them is. Yes. Let me just tell you this. Oh, wow. We got a whole... Pop Mom listeners, you're in for a treat today, apparently, because we got a whole battery of stories from Mom. I have many things to disclose <laughs> okay. to you. Okay, keep going. So so last Christmas, Merrick wore... Did we have Christmas last year? We did, if you can believe it. I, I wasn't there, but yes. Okay, so Merrick wore this cologne or whatever, this scent that smelled just like a Christmas tree. And yeah. And so I went online to get myself a bottle. I think he gave me his bottle and then I wanted to get another one. And I went online and this company is called Demeter, D-E-M-E-T-E-R. And they have a multitude, whatever. They have a multitude of scents. One of them, which is, are you ready for this? Mm Mm-hmm. Funeral home. <laughs> oh my God! What does it smell like? Well, I don't know. But you didn't smell. Oh, this is only online, right? Okay. That's right. We're not that advanced yet. No, it's always the dream, isn't it? Smell o vision. Yeah, everybody always talks about it, but isn't that weird? It is weird. Uh, have you heard about the Yankee Candle review trend? No. Some guy on the internet did a study of uh, the Yankee Candle reviews, I guess on Amazon or, or somewhere on online, and tracked them over the course of COVID and found uh, a decline in the ratings um, of Yankee Candles and an increase in uh, reviews that said, this candle doesn't smell like anything. Now, oh. can you imagine why that might be in 2020? Because you, 
because you have COVID? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, so, that's awful. So this guy, this guy's hypothesis, I mean, it's just one data analysis, but his hypothesis was that you can see the... Um, you can see the COVID in the trend of uh, user ratings for Yankee Candles online. Weird, wow. right? It's very weird. But, you know, speaking of scent, I want to tell you that today, Daddy and I were sitting and looking at TV and... Uh-oh. I don't know if I want to smell the rest of this story. And I said, I said, oh, my God, Toast. Toast had taken a... a uh, used his litter box. There you go, uh, and it was it was awful. It was terrible. And Daddy said, "I don't smell anything." Uh oh. Well, he never does. <laughs> he never does. But does your do your cats ever do something that just? Ugh. Once in a while, uh, they don't cover it up so good, and that's what causes that. Well, okay, well, maybe that was the problem. Although Toast has now taken his litter is in old litter box, litter container, plastic that he sometimes uses as his litter box. Oh, he just like for old time's sake, you mean? No, it's a it's a container that used to hold another brand. And now we use that cement brand. Dr. Elsie's hernia. Oh, yeah, that's the stuff. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, but I put it in this plastic, like, what is another brand of kitty litter that you would get at the soup? Tidy Cat. It's in a Tidy Cat thing, and sometimes he gets in there and uses it. He's so weird. <laughs> All right, here's what I really wanted okay. to tell you. It's okay. Leo's birthday coming up. He's going to be five mm -hmm. and leo is my son so leo's fifth birthday is coming up mm -hmm. and i do have a gift for him that's very special but i'm not sure when is the right time to give it to him plus okay. the other problem is i didn't do it for eve but oh, here's okay these are my two kids uh, for new listeners leo's my son he's my daughter go ahead and when leo was born i got this little bank that's about the size of a large soup can and I started to collect a nickel every uh, every time I got a nickel and change I put it in this can mm. so I thought I would give it to him his fifth year and now I'm not sure since I haven't done something sort of symbolic for Eve Although Eve is a Leo, so she would probably just appreciate a hundred bucks. Um, but I'm not sure what to do with that now. Um, well, it'll probably cost you as much money as in the can to ship it out here anyway, right? Well, you're sort of missing the whole point. So what are your options? The options are give the can of nickels to Leo on his uh, fifth birthday, which is uh, coming up fast. Right. Uh, or what? Throw them in the garbage? I just, or spend them or just forget it. But to me, it was like, it was like a ritual. Like, oh, I got a nickel and I would 
send a thought to Leo. And so there's a lot of thoughts in that can. Yeah. Um, I think you should give it to him. But you know he won't care about any of that. He won't yes. care about the thought you put into it, and he won't care about the ritual, and none of right. that will have any meaning to him. Well, maybe I'll give it to him when he's 20 or, <laughs> or 16, and he wants to buy a car, and every nickel will matter. Yeah, he might be able to barter that nickel for some teeth by then. Or maybe a can of soup from the before times. I don't know what the going rate is going to be for. Uh, <laughs> he could get some Soylent Green with those nickels. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's no soup in the can. <laughs> that would make for a smelly gift. You just opened up the can and started plopping nickels in there without dumping it out first. That, that no, yeah. it's a bank. It's a real bank. Oh, it's a real. Oh, it's an actual bank. It's not just a can that you made into a bank. No, is it full now? Is it bursting? It's about three quarters full. Fill it up. All right, you obviously are not getting the sentimental beauty of this thoughtful gift. So let's move on. Hey, here's here's a can of change. Yeah, it's your thoughtful gift. Happy fifth. Well, I sent him a game. I did send him a game that's in your house right now. Oh, yeah? What's the game? Well, don't, I don't worry. He doesn't listen to the podcast. I don't remember. I went online. <laughs> <clears throat> it's a good game. All it's you a... remember is the can of coins. Listen to me. You are being very fresh. So yeah. anyway, I sent a different game that is in your house and also some Richard Scary pajamas that are not in your house yet. Oh, okay. But while, while I was perusing these children's games, it suggested for me a game called, <clears throat> are you ready for this? Mm -hmm. This is a real game. You're not the father by Maury. <laughs> by Maury. Povich. <laughs> Wow. When you're shopping for kids' games, this That's is what, what comes came, up in the yeah. suggestions? Or I think it said, you know, people that that looked at this also looked at this <laughs> So covering all your bases, in case I, I am and in case I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> Can you even imagine? I mean, the show was tasteless enough, but now there's a game i gotta look this game up it's a board game yeah i or you know yes it's look it up it's called you're not the father <laughs> it's from mattel good lord they used to stand for something not anymore at least it's not by fisher price like a how to tell your kid he's adopted Oh, God. Yeah, it's got little DNA test results. Um, wow. The lie detector determined you'll love this game, it says on the package. Oh, Lord. Oh, my God. Whoa. Well, um, my Christmas shopping is all set. I know what I'm getting <laughs> for my secret Santa. I think that's...
course it is. <laughs> you are not the father. And with a huge smiling Maury Povich on oh, the box. He's really? delighted to tell you that you are a fraud. Let the chairs fly. What a career he's had, huh? Maury Povich? Really? He's still married to Connie Chung, too, right? They last. As far as I know, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, thanks, Maury, for spreading some Christmas cheer this year with your dark, gloomy game. Yeah. I mean, I can't even imagine if you're drunk, that sounds funny. But, you know, maybe it's... Well, the, the people in the Amazon listings <laughs> seem to love it. <laughs> oh, I rest my case. Let's look at what the reviews say here. Pros, quick gameplay, funny arguments, nicely made. Cons, far too few argument cards. You'll be hearing the same <laughs> cards after two or so games, and although funny, they lose their humor quickly. Also, a hand of four cards makes arguing difficult. Wow, so it sounds like the game uh, centers around a lot of bickering. <laughs> Are there chairs to throw and people to punch? I mean, <laughs> I, don't know. I feel like we almost have to get it and review it on the show. Oh, my God. I don't know. Because you know what? Then I don't want to get all those ads for erectile dysfunction. And that's what's going to happen. Well, you're already getting ads for this, so I'm sorry. You're already uh, marching down the path. Well, then I protest. Oh, and the picture of Maury has a little menorah behind him, so it's appropriate for all faiths. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, so uh, funeral home perfume and Maury Povich, you're not the father game. Look for them under the tree this year, no. Mom. No. 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 All right, now what's this quiz? All right, I have three, maybe four questions here for you. See, well, I stopped numbering. You don't them. even know how many questions there are. Well, I stopped numbering them. <laughs> You right. lost count at three. Oh, I can't keep track anymore. Well, I actually, I have my reviews all over the place. This page is a whole mess. <laughs> Stuff kept happening this week. I left out so many important things that happened this week. <laughs> We've got one more episode in this season, so maybe you can sock some of them away for I next will. week. I will. But to get you in the Christmas mood, which <laughs> okay. Anna told me you did not... TiVo, Frosty the Snowman. I'm kind of disappointed. We don't have a TiVo. We barely have TV anymore, you know? Really? It's all it's all the Disney Plus and the Netflix. It's all the streaming now, so no. Oh. We don't I do have a DVR downstairs, but it's used exclusively for football. Well, good to know. Yeah. Good to know. So we should get rid of all of our uh movies that are on DVDs. I would keep those around. I'm holding on to my DVDs. Well, I don't think we... How would we even play one? Your computers don't even have a mouth anymore. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, that's not well, they funny. Have, now they have tiny mouths that you can't plug anything into. 
Every time we record the podcast now, because I got a new computer this this year, I got a new Mac, and you know it's got all those new ports on it. Ugh. Every time I go to report the po- podcast, I say, "All right, I got everything. I got my <laughs> audio adapter. I got a microphone." Then I go to plug it into the computer and I say, "Oh yeah, I can't plug anything into this computer anymore." It's terrible. don't get me started. We'd better do this quiz before I get riled right. up. Rats and fratsin. All right. See how well you see these are all questions that I took off the music station on my TV. <laughs> the Christmas station. Oh, okay. Got Sounds it. of the season. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah, I know it well. Yes. All right. One of the first commercially sold artificial Christmas trees was made from what household item? Uh, pipe cleaners. Is that a household item? I guess it depends uh, on your household. Well, yeah, it does, but that's wrong. <laughs> Are you ready? Toilet brushes. Oh. Now, okay. would you ever be able to it. think, ugh, right. would you be able to picture anything else? Anyway. Knives. <laughs> yeah, that looks just like a Christmas tree. Uh, all right, ready? Yeah. Do you know the first year that Charlie Brown's Christmas aired without Googling, without computer yeah. <laughs> noises? Cheat. Uh, first year that it aired, I'm going to say mm, 1964. Oh, very close, very close. Five, sixty-five. Oh, damn. Okay. I do have two more questions. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm zero for two so far. So I'm glad to have them. Okay. Each acre of land used to grow trees, Christmas trees, provides daily oxygen for how many people? <laughs> what the hell kind of question is that? A good question. Can you give me some multiple choice or you just want me to guess? All right. I'll give you multiple choice. How many multiple choices do you want? One. <laughs> okay. No, 100. I'll just guess. I'm going to say 20 people. That is really excellent. It's 18. Oh, my God. <laughs> that is incredible. <laughs> Okay. Close But No Cigar is the name of my journey on this quiz. Okay. That was pretty good. (laughs) I was going to give you 100 and then say it was wrong. So. (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry I interrupted you. That would have been funnier. Okay. All right. Ready? This one, I really love this question. In Sweden, people traditionally watch what cartoon on Christmas Eve. Oh, in Sweden, huh? Hmm. Wow. Um, it's <laughs> the Smurfs. Oh, I like that. That should be the answer. But the answer is Donald Duck. Oh, really? Really? Isn't that weird? <laughs> Yes, it is. Donald Duck. That's what it said. Now, before anybody gets upset, (laughs) these questions all came off my TV. So 
<laughs> All our Swedish listeners are sprinting to their computers right now <laughs> to type up an angry email. Hey, send your angry emails to popmom at ological.net. We'd love to hear from you. Oh, all right. That was fun. Good job, Mom. And how many questions was that? One, two. Four, oh, I well, I lost have... count. I can't. I Wait, too many. No. Wait, I do have one more that you probably will oh, get. Bonus question. Okay, ready? Yep. In Japan, they traditionally eat what fast food that is so popular they have to order it two months in advance? KFC. Very good. See, I knew you'd get that one. <laughs> they treat Colonel Sanders like Santa. Yeah, because because I've been over there for the holiday season. <laughs> and it what, is weird. How could that possibly have become a thing? Oh, just great marketing. Well, they I love. just I it makes my jaw drop. They love their KFC at Christmas. It is now, true. Do they I like mean, the hey, sides? I love a KFC at Christmas too. Oh, no. That's a good question. I don't know. Okay. I don't know about the sides. Good question. Right. I would hope so. Well, oh, you that know. KFC gravy like glue <laughs> sliding down your throat. And the coleslaw full of sugar. Ugh, the kids love the coleslaw. Blah. It's I know. so gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we do our review? Yes. Okay. Uh, this week, Mom and I are talking about how to with John Wilson. A handheld Sony video camera and the sound of his creaky, diffident voice are the primary tools that filmmaker John Wilson uses to craft a half hour of his new HBO series. Each episode ostensibly considers a new topic under the rubric of providing a how-to guide. In practice, though, any given topic is more of a theme that weaves together a wandering journey that Wilson takes with his camera into not only his subject matter, but also, yes, it's true, the riddles of human nature. Here's a clip. I went to a museum in Queens and they had an art installation that was entirely made out of scaffolding. It was heavily decorated with uh, waterfalls and stuff and, uh, and even a bunch of hammocks that people could relax on. They even paid $22 each for the chance to admire it and interact with it. I guess it doesn't take much to transform such a common object into something extraordinary. It's kind of like when a superhero puts on a cape, and for some reason, no one can recognize them anymore. And when I left, I noticed that every single building outside the museum had scaffolding up in front of it. But nobody seemed to want to interact with this stuff. How To with John Wilson is available on the HBO Cable Network, the streaming service formerly known as HBO Now and now known as HBO, and on the streaming service currently known as HBO Max, no relation to the defunct HBO Go. So that's where you can watch it. Mom, how did John Wilson do for you? Well, I think you do have to mention the producer. Yes, I thought you might. Is our friend Nathan Fielder. (laughs) Field, fielder, and yeah. this show is an absolute delight. <laughs> so glad you enjoyed it. Yes, uh, it's executive produced by Nathan Fielder of Nathan for You fame, another uh, cult comedy hit. Uh, we love Nathan. We've met him in person. I used to review his show on the AV Club, um, and that's how we sort of struck up a little. Um, rapport i guess i'd say he's a pretty private person but um 
Yes, uh, this we were excited to view his new project, and I'm so glad that you are pleased with it. T- talk to me about it. Why do you love it? I just, it is really my sense of humor. <clears throat> it, it has, um, well, he lives in New York City, so mm-hmm. it revolves around, the, I only got to see two episodes because HBO, while we have a subscription to it, is so complicated that we, I don't think we've ever used it because we can't figure out how to get in. <laughs> I know, I know. that's what it. I was just talking about in the little uh, how to watch it, right? <laughs> I know, but it's not really a joke. It's the actual truth. So we pay X number of dollars every month to be able to say we have HBO, whatever we have, and we've never watched anything on it. it well, it's, I mean... We use it fairly regularly, but the frequency with which this stupid HBO app asked me to put in my password again oh, is I infuriating. Know. Well, that's sort of where Dad gives up. <laughs> me too. Yeah. Um, I think that's a definite Dad move, is to just hate having yeah. to put that password Done in Done with again. that. But, but you got show... to watch two episodes. I also watched two episodes, so we're on the same... Uh, we're equally prepared for this review for once. Well, I, I would... If you can watch the whole uh series i am jealous of you because i was delighted by the simplicity of it and the humor of what they say and what they show of life in new york city yes just it just i mean it may not make you fall off the couch but it is delightful and funny it is really good stuff in one episode he is he lives above a very elderly lady um, who he has a nice relationship with, it seems. And he wants to make her some risotto because that's her favorite dish. And so it shows you his process that he goes through. And one of the things I found most interesting about this is something that I have never considered, Johnny. And that is using your toilet as a garbage disposal. I thought that was just genius. <laughs> you're not you're not supposed to do that. Oh. Oh. <laughs> no. That's bad. Why? Why? What what is the harm if it goes down? <laughs> well, there's more. Yeah, I guess if it goes down, you know, you can dust your hands off and hooray, but um, you know, it's the people who run the sewer systems of our nation ask us to only flush number one and number two down oh. the toilet and toilet paper. Oh. That's the only thing that should go down in your toilet. And you have a septic tank, so you are playing with fire, just flushing random stuff down the toilet. Aren't there enough Christmas ornaments in our <laughs> septic tank already? <laughs> Oh, where is that Chris? What that you know that card would make a great Christmas card. That picture, <laughs> picture of the Christmas. So uh, it was me, right? Who put the ornaments in the toilet? Yes. Yeah. I'm not sure what your <laughs> statement was, but no, but it's a picture, a family photo that's been banging around for many years. Just a, a picture of a great deal of Christmas ornaments, like more ornaments than you think would fit in a toilet bowl in a toilet. And in I a guess toilet. I put them there. Yes, I don't remember did. why. Well, maybe that was your idea of decorating. I don't know. <laughs> but aside aside from the, using the toilet as a garbage disposal, what did you appreciate about... What was the theme of this episode? I didn't see this one. 
Oh, you didn't? I saw yeah. small talk and scaffolding. Oh, how did you? I saw two different ones entirely. Ah, jeez. But it, I don't. I think it doesn't matter because no, it doesn't the, matter. The gist of it is that uh, these are his uh, adventures. <laughs> his daily adventures, if you will. And as I say, the premise of this one was that he watched some videos and he was making uh, risotto for his neighbor and he's looking out the window. It's during COVID times and she goes to the hospital. Um, he, th- uh, he's, he, he communicates with her daughter and she's had a stroke. And uh, But she's back home and they communicate now with COVID by leaving food at the top of the stairs. So he leaves a bowl of food for her out on his stoop. And it's very, um, it's just a very kind, you know, it's very hard to describe because. Yes, it is. It's so funny with uh, talking about the different things and then the pictures that it shows, the, yeah. the, the little scenarios that it shows. Well, I had a hard time finding even a clip that worked in audio-only form, and the clip oh. that I played for everyone is really not the... It's just a clip that would make sense in podcast form because so much of it relies on the visuals. Um, and so he'll narrate, you know, like I said, I watched the episode about scaffolding and, um, you know, he'll say something like, maybe we, maybe we're using, what are you, what's going on now? Are you playing music while I'm talking? Oh, are you there? Yeah. What's, no, what's going I, no. on? No, well, the TV came. The TV came on. Now I'm turning it off. This is a new frontier in not listening to me while we record the podcast. As <laughs> regular listeners know, I, Mom never listens to what I say when I'm talking on the podcast, and that now that Mom is, is actually watching TV while I speak. This is a historic <laughs> moment here on Pop Mom. New depths of not listening to Johnny. <laughs> I. What's on, Ma? Sure. Entertain yourself. I'll just podcast here. It's probably what the listeners do, too. Oh, he's talking now? All right. Let me see what's on TV. No, I paused it, and I guess it caught up so that it then it starts playing. I meant to turn it off. There you go. So the other one I saw was splitting the check. Hold on. Let me... Let me oh. explain how the show works. <laughs> That's what I was trying to do. Oh. Like, he has all this footage that he seems to just carry his camera around with him wherever he goes. So he has all this footage of day-to-day life in New York, and he focuses on little moments that uh, seem to amuse him. But he'll be narrating. Like I said, I watched the episode about scaffolding. So he'll say, maybe, it's, maybe scaffolding is the way we cover up the deeper problems in our life or something like that and it's like a picture of a woman trying to use newspaper to sop up some coffee she spilled on the (laughs) sidewalk again it's hard to describe it's not that funny for me to tell you that juxtaposition but it happens so naturally and so quickly it really is and i think it's some of the best moments of the show um are these uh connective moments where he's the narration is punctuated um, 
quite gently, right? It's really not yes. in your face comedy, no, but it's no. um, it's subtle, amusing juxtaposition of the narration with all this footage he has of random people. And, and amusing is not even fair. It's really funny. My my other show that I saw was called Splitting the Check, which was very funny in that he breaks down the fact that uh, what is the right way to split the check? And he takes footage of different people um, and then has his own scenario. That, and he said the problem with splitting the check is there's always somebody that arrives late. There's always somebody that leaves early. There's always somebody that just is content to pick off everybody else's plate and and on and <laughs> on. And they're the scenarios that maybe you didn't experience all of them, but he shows how difficult it can be. And it's very funny. Yeah, it's... Uh, I liked it. I miss Nathan. I um, do, too. I do, too. I, I think it's not... It's a different show, although it has some very Nathan Fielder sensibilities in the fact that it um, fixates a lot on the mechanics of human social life. And I wish I could have seen Nathan in these situations because I think that he could do this very well. He could. I think he's... I think he's doing what he wants to do, right? Like yes. if he wanted to keep doing Nathan for you, I think he he could have in one yes. form or another, but he, sure. he moved on and, and uh, as well, he should, um, his influence is definitely felt. You can feel his comedic voice in it. Um, I don't think it's quite as funny as Nathan for you. Um, I think that. Well, I'm going to disagree never... with you. I'm going to really disagree okay. with you yeah, on that because to me, uh, uh, what I loved about it was the type of humor, the 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 branding of the humor to me was that subtle sneaking up on you and you're laughing and then that moment's over. I just I loved the flow of it. Good point. Yeah. Um, I I was never unentertained. I was never like, this yeah. is boring. Yeah. I was always into it. But I also. You know, I got to the end of the scaffolding episode and I felt a little bit like, okay, what did I just watch? Like, yeah. I, just spent a, I just spent a half hour being mildly amused, um, but I don't know. Maybe it's just the the kind of mood I'm in uh, in 2020, but I wasn't as excited about this as all the um, comedy nerds on the internet seem to be. Hmm. I thought it was good. I like the idea behind it. I like everything about it, but I don't love a lot about it. Yeah. I just yeah. like it, which is, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, I think I was very hungry for something like this, something that was quality, funny, and funny, not like, hey, I'm going to tell a joke now. Here's the joke. Yeah. Did yeah. you get the joke? Uh, this is this assumed that I had the uh, brain to understand it and laugh at it and i was really hungry for just exactly Boy, this that's a great point you know it really does respect the intelligence of the viewer and all this stuff we're talking about like the narration playing off the visuals on the screen like you do have to pay attention and i don't mean like you have to pay attention in a burdensome way right you'll burdensome way you'll want to pay attention because you then you'll catch all the like there's not a lot of 
capital J jokes, are there? You're right about that. It's yeah. really, there's some and they kind of stick out and they tend to be funny, but most of the time the show is content to have its sensibility um, amuse you. So yeah, you're right. Uh, you're you're winning me over a little bit here. Okay. It's um, smart. It is a really smart show. Very smart. And assumes that you're smart too. Yeah, yeah. Good and point. I appreciate that because there's just so much junk uh, that, uh, that, as I described, you know, that just assumes that you are sitting on your couch drooling and waiting to get your diaper changed. <laughs> All right. Anything else you want to say about how to with John Wilson? Um, Let me ask you this. You rarely see the guy himself, John yes. Wilson. Um, and it's not a pseudonym. I believe this is the actual person. Um, you really glimpse him in the mirror uh, every once in a while, if that. How do you feel about that, that we uh, almost never see the actual person who's narrating and piloting our journey? I do have mixed feelings about that. Uh, I want to see him, but uh, I think it adds to the charm of it that we don't know what he looks like yeah. because really in the end, who cares? And I think sometimes that brings prejudice in, in that, hmm. Oh, he's, Oh, he looks like a nerd. Oh, he, I hate his hair or whatever, you know, would, would be a, yeah. and you're not distracted by that. So in the end, I'm okay with that. I hate his hair. Really? That's something you'd sit there thinking. Me? Yes, I could. I I hated a girl that was on Jeopardy this week because she had bangs that kept falling in her face. Yes. <laughs> okay. Yes, and thank God she finally lost. But I oh, digress. She, she was a returning champ. Uh, I think she was there for two days. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. What is your grade for oh. How to with John Wilson, Mom? This gets an A plus. An A plus. Whoa. I think we need the Price is Right sirens for that. <laughs> Clangs and whoops. Clangs and whoops. All right. Hey, speaking of the Price is Right, I got a recommendation this week. Boy, howdy. Uh, you got to get that Pluto TV. Uh, Pluto, Just go to Pluto.tv on your uh, computer, and they've got a channel on their streaming service that is the Price is Right. Vintage Prices Right, Bob Barker. Oh no! Twenty-four really? hours a day, non-stop. <laughs> Goodbye, marriage. <laughs> oh my God! You know, if you had told me when I was a kid, hey, someday you're going to live through a year. Um, there's going to be a terrible disease. Oh no! Um, and you're going to be stuck in your house with your screaming kids all year. Oh, no. And hundreds of thousands of people <laughs> will fall ill. Oh, no, no. I want to live in a different reality. Oh, but they'll give you a TV channel that's Price is Right 24 hours a day. I'd be like, um, well... <laughs> Because this is like my childhood fantasies come true. Oh, my goodness. And I can't believe we talk about how hard HBO is. This Pluto TV thing is weirdly easy. You just type in your email address or something and you're good to go. You just start watching. Does it cost anything? No. It's all ad. It has ads, you know. It's like TV. Yeah. 
It's yeah. got commercials on it, but I, you know, I'm used to watching the prices right with commercials, so that's really no skin off my teeth. And so you have something else to do. We're all doing that anyway, right? Yeah. We all got our computers or our phones there, so I don't care about the commercials. Yeah. You just go to Pluto.tv and you're going. Like they'll start showing you the TV right away. It's really good. Wow. Well, I'll have to look that up. Yep. But I do yeah. hope that HBO was listening because, you know, we're paying, I think, $8 a month and we're not getting anything for that. HBO is more than that now. Well, I, I don't see the bill. <laughs> I thought you paid all the bills. This one is is an online one that dad pays. Okay. It's good to split up the bill paying duties because that never <laughs> that never ends badly. Um, that's my recommendation, Mom. Do you have a recommendation? This I week? do, I do. My recommendation is the unlikely adventures of the Shergill sisters, who are fulfilling their mother's, who is dead now, their wish for them to have an excursion back to India to explore their roots and to. In the process, they disclose different secrets about themselves and become very close again. Oh, this sounds, that doesn't sound sad enough to be a recommendation. <laughs> well, they can't all be Peter Rabbit goes to the eyeglass store or eyeglass factory. So this one is pretty um, close. We had someone write in, actually, now that I say that. Uh, I wonder if I can find, did I forward it to you? Someone's no. sticking up for you. Oh, maybe it was a tweet, but someone said to me either Twitter or via the um, mailbox uh, to lay off you on the sad books. Uh, Ooh. Yeah, I mean, they were nice about it, but they said they appreciate they appreciate your recommendations and um, that sometimes you need to. And I, I know this is true. This is not lost on me, but sometimes it's helpful to read about tough times in history when you're experiencing some tough times in history. Um, I think that's the general. That's why you've pick them up right yes hold on just a second hey could you be quiet down there for like five more minutes <laughs> <laughs> the answer to that is no apparently oh <laughs> yeah. well it's nice to get some cooperation isn't it Jesus. and That's also the effort it's taken to put this <laughs> if people only knew if people only knew and let me just tell you one more thing the yeah. great british baking show has uh -huh. its Christmas episodes up now on uh, Netflix, and they are very, um, very good. But tonight, Daddy and I are going to watch The Dairy Girls. And if you haven't seen uh -oh. The Dairy Girls, you are really missing some laughs for sure. Yeah, and they are going to be on the show tonight. Oh, they, they are on the British Bake. They're on an episode of it. They're on it. We're going to yeah. happen to watch it, but it's already available. Um, it's a Great British Baking Show, or if you're overseas, the Great British Bake Off is the actual title of it. Um, yes, it's funny you mentioned that because the other night uh, it was uh, time for a little TV in the evening, and the kids were there, and we started watching the uh, the this what you're talking about, the Christmas Great British bake yeah. Baking Show, and. We're watching, and the kids keep saying, "Where's Where's the train? When is it going to be a train?" <laughs> And I'm just like, what are you talking about? That's it's about cakes and cookies. There's no train in this. <laughs> the woman that made the the cookie train. 
Well, that's what they, I didn't see this, but that's what they use as the icon for it on the Netflix oh. like, screen, right? They had a promo image of that train on there, and the kids were just watching, when are we going to see this cookie train? They were just disgusted oh. with the show because it didn't deliver on that train fast enough, and then they got bored. But did they eventually see it? No, they didn't see it because they lost interest. Oh. This is this is boring, said Eve, as she often does. <laughs> the great exclaimer. Uh, that'll do it, right? Yes, sir. That's all for this week's edition of Pop Mom. Mom and I will be back next week with our season finale, but we should probably do a holiday special after the season finale, don't you think, Mom? Oh, that would be lovely. Yeah, so we'll do a season finale next week, but then after that, we'll have a little holiday special for you. In any case, we'll be back real soon to talk about more pop culture, but what I don't know is what the heck we're going to talk about. You got any ideas, Mom? Oh, I do. I have plenty of ideas, and I think... We should talk about something interesting. Oh, wow. Okay. Boy, you're winning me over on every front this this week. Wow. Uh, yes, wow. something interesting will be good. Hey, thank you for listening. If you enjoy the show, tell your friends. We love to get email. It's popmom at ological.net. Talk to us about anything. Make a suggestion for the show. Somebody suggested how to, I think. And I should give them credit, but I don't have the email in front of me. So whoever that was... Uh, great, great job. Mom sure loved your suggestion. Thank you very much. Uh, we love you. Mom and I will talk to you again next week. Bye for now, Mom. Bye, Tommy. I love you. Love you, too. <laughs>